Hello and welcome to the Parshas Vayigash Parsha Shir. Um, this week we're going to be talking about becoming a Moshel Beruchai, becoming a person who rules over their inner world. Um, and unfortunately, I am not currently in Australia giving this year live. Uh, I am pre-recording this in Los Angeles, visiting my parents at home. Uh, so we're not going to have the live effect over here, but doing the best I can. Uh, and I did attach a source sheet if anybody wants to go through the sources inside with me and, uh, and really get it clear, really get it inside. Straight from the source, uh, we'll begin with source number one, uh, which is the Psukim in Bereshis Perek Mem Hey. And the Psukim say uh, Yosef about to reveal himself uh, after 22 years being away from his father. Uh, the brothers see him, he's undercover. Yosef reveals himself. He says the famous words, Ani Yosef, I am Yosef. The shock that the brothers felt was unbelievable. Um, and Yosef doesn't just continue there. He goes straight into consoling the brothers right away. He's focused on what the brothers are thinking, their feelings, um, their difficult feelings. And he wants to console them, help them that they don't feel so bad. Uh, and he says, It was not you who sent me here, because Hashem sent me here. He made me as an av to paro, and to a master of his entire house, and he made me as a ruler of all of Eretz Mitzrayim. But then he continues. So let's take those words for a second. He, um, the Pasuk says that uh, Hash, that Paro made me a ruler over all of Eretz Mitzrayim. First of all, what does that mean? Yosef wasn't the ruler of all of Eretz Mitzrayim. Paro was still the one in charge. He was the uh, he was the one in the most power. Yosef was only second in command. He was only the viceroy. So why is the Pasuk calling him a Moshe Bechol Eretz Mitzrayim? Let's continue on. Next Pasuk. Maru ve'alu ve'al'avi. Yosef continues on. And he says, run to go up to my father. Ve'amartam Ela. And tell him, this is what your son Yosef has said. That Hashem has put me as a master of all of Eretz Mitzrayim. And then we find, so we find already twice. First, uh, Yosef tells the brothers that Hashem has made me a master of all of Eretz Mitzrayim. Then Yosef sends the brothers to go tell Yaakov that Hashem has made him an Adon Nechom Mitzrayim. And then in the third Pasuk, Vayagidu Lo Lemar, this is Pasuk Chavav, Vayagidu Lo Lemar, Old Yosef Chai, the brothers actually go, and we know that it's Serach Bas Asher, they tell um, Yaakov Avinu, Old Yosef Chai, Yosef is still alive, Echihu Moshel Bechol Eretz Mitzrayim. Uh, and not just that he's alive, he's also the ruler of all of Eretz Mitzrayim. It seems like a crucial point that the brothers need to tell Yaakov right away in one sentence. Yaakov's uh, heart jumps out. He could not believe uh, that his son Yosef was still alive. So we find this concept already three times that Yosef is a Moshel Bechol Eretz Mitzrayim. What is this concept that we're trying to get to? to. Um, why is he considered the Moshe Bechol Eretz Mitzrayim? What do you mean Paro is really the Moshe Bechol Eretz Mitzrayim? 
Um, and the Sifsei Chaim really asked two different questions here. Question number one, which is in source number two. Uh, question number one is, What kind of news is this to Yaakov that Yosef is asking to let Yaakov know that he's an Adon Nechom Mitzrayim? Is this what's important for ya- for ya- for Yaakov to know after 22 years of not seeing his son that Yosef is the master of all of Eretz Mitzrayim? That he is uh, that he's a he's a ruler over the non-Jews. What Yaakov really wanted to know was, how is my son Yosef doing after 22 years? How's he doing spiritually? He left the base Medrash for so long. I gave him all, Yaakov gave Yosef all of his Torah and his Galgo and Amitriam, and now he, uh, he, was, uh, he was amongst the, the, the non Jews and secular society um, and everything that they represented, which was the antithesis to Torah values. Ha'inishar bein yeshiva, is he still remaining in the yeshiva? But what is this that they're telling him that he's a Moshe Bechol Eretz Mitzrayim? What Yaakov cares about is Yosef's spirituality. Why would he care the fact that he's considered some ruler uh, and in a high level of power? Question number two is that we find that Paro gave Yosef six different levels of greatness. You'll see the Sifse Chaim in source number three. He says, Why do we actually find? Uh, it's so interesting that we find that Paro gives all this greatness to Yosef. You should, we find that when, when, when uh, Paro is conferring power over to Yosef, he says, You should be over my home. You should be appointed over the whole house of the king. So we find already that Paro is giving him his house. But then he continues, Through your mouth. Any financial um, call that in the country will be taloi in you, will be dependent on you. So you're going to be the chief financial advisor. Uh, you're going to be like the federal policymaker of Mitzrayim. You make all the rate hikes, right? Think Jer- Jerome Powell. Uh, all the rate hikes, everything is going to be in your charge, anything financial in the entire country. But then uh, Paro gives Yosef even more. He says, The Pasuk also says, You also have rulership and absolute power over the entire country. And then the Pasuk continues, Paro gives Yosef the ring, the signet that allows him to make the policies. Yosef is the only one. He gets the sole rights, uh, the monopoly over over all of the uh, all of the things that were happening in Mitzrayim. Not only that, but Paro gives him big day melucha. Uh, he he gives him the name uh, of a ruler. 
and without you, nobody can can raise a hand. Meaning everything is gonna go over to to Yosef. Everything was given over to Yosef, and the Mephorshim say from here that there was really no difference between Yosef and Paro. Yosef was much more actively involved in everything, uh, but Paro just basically kept the kisei, the throne, meaning just on the external level, he gave over all of <laughs> all of the responsibilities over to Yosef, um, and the, all, all Rashi, Rashi explains that all they wanted to do was call him, uh, just, just call me, as long as you call me Melech, as long as you call me the king, uh, that's all I'm going to keep for myself, but everything, all the other responsibilities he handed over to Yosef. And the second question that the Sifse Chaim asked from here is, Kol Gedula Zu, in source number four, Kol Gedula Zu, Zacha Yosef, Madua Amnam Anuroim, She Yosef Pasaras Achalom Be'ofa Nifla. Yes, we see that Yosef, he interpreted Paro's dreams to an amazing genius level, Kol Prate Hapitaron, all of the details of his interpretation is baro hetev or explained so well. Yes, and he explained it in such an amazing way. But is that a reason for Paro? to now go and give over all of the rulership, right? He's basically handing him the keys to the kingdom. Just because Yosef gave a genius interpretation to his dreams, is that a reason to give him unlimited power, to give him full, um, a full degree of being able to do whatever he wants and to make all the policies and that everything should be in his hands? Nasa Talmido, and now Paro is like, he's going to be the, the, the student of Yosef, and he's going to put himself on there. You make the rules. I'll follow you. It was this chachma in, the, in interpreting the, the, the dream. Did it bring to that level of greatness? Why was Paro so shocked? And he just gives over Yosef everything from the fact that he interprets his dreams. Uh, why was it so special? Uh, the way that Yosef interpreted his dream, and why did uh, Paro entrust Yosef to such a high level based off his interpretation? So I want to now begin to shift already into formulating the answer. In source number five, we have Shlomo HaMelech in Mishle. Uh, and Mishle is Proverbs. That's where uh, Shlomo HaMelech uh, describes all the wisdom, um, but inner wisdom. Uh, and, he, and he says, Tov erech somebody who can control his anger, slow down his anger, control, withhold from lashing out at somebody, uh, is even better than Gibor, than a person who's one of these strong men, right? A strong man in war, uh, or they have these competitions of strong men who can lift cars. Somebody who is slow to anger and who can control their anger is better than a strong man. He displays a greater degree of strength than somebody who can lift physically. Umoshel berucho milochet ir, and somebody who is a, a ruler. Moshel berucho means a ruler over. Rucho is his inner world. A Moshel berucho, somebody who is a ruler over their inner world, is greater than a lochet ir than somebody who can conquer an entire city. 
What does that mean? What is this concept of Moshe Berucho? Says the Gra on Mishle in the next source, source number six, the Oter Tov Erchapai Megibor, Kia Rotza Lihis Gaber Alchavero, Hutali Bekoach. Uh, somebody who wants to overcome their friend physically uh, and wants to take him down. Uh, so it's Talib Bekoch. It depends on his strength. He needs to have strategies and techniques, right? Krav Maga, Judo, uh, all these different wrestling, all these different techniques to take down his friend. So what the Grok continues on in saying is that when it comes to um, a person who who needs to completely rid of something that's much easier than conquering over a city. To conquer a city is much more difficult because you have to keep everybody alive. Think of Israel right now. They're trying to wipe out Hamas, but they have this challenge that they need to keep the hostages alive. They can't kill the hostages, right? So they can't just send cruiser missiles and bomb out all the tunnels and tanks in and blow everything up because in doing so, they're going to kill their own hostages. What they need to do now is capture, they need to conquer with without actually um, killing anybody in the process. And that is so much more difficult uh, than actually wiping everyone out. And says the Gra that the same thing goes when it comes to Midos, that when it comes to a person's inner Midos as well, it is so much more difficult to conquer your Midos than to wipe them out completely and to withhold completely from using them. And that's why the Gra says that there's two levels in the Pasuk. You have Tov Erech and Megibor, somebody who can control their anger. That means he's withholding from using his anger at all. He's stopping from using his anger. But then it says that there's another level. That somebody who... Uh, can be a Moshe Berucho, uh, he can be a ruler over his inner world, that is like conquering a city. That's even greater than conquering a city. Conquering a city is much more difficult because you have to keep all the constituents alive. You can't kill anybody, right? So it's so much more difficult. You have to exercise a much higher level of control. And therefore, says the Gra, that a Moshe Berucho is a person who is able to use his midos, his character, uh, and his attitudes in life uh, only to the degree that's necessary at every mo moment and at every time of the day. Lekach nikra midos. He says, this is why midos are called midos. What does midos mean in Hebrew? Midos means measurements. Every single mida that a person has, he has to use it just at the right amount, at the right measurement. He has to dial it in just right. And it's like conquering a city. You're not just killing the people who live in the city. Because who are you going to reign over? You're going to reign over the dead people? What you're trying to do is conquer them and to bring them under your control. And the same thing goes with Midos, says the Gra, that when it comes to Midos, the goal here is not to just withhold from using your Midos. No, use your inner passion, use uh, your, your patience, use um, your, um, your, your feeling of lashing out at somebody else uh, or a feeling of 
um, of wanting to to get back, use them in the right amount to the right degree. Don't wipe them out completely. We need to be able to use our mitos, but use them for the right thing. Uh, the Gemara even says that a person should use laziness, right? Uh, I praise the lazy people because when it comes to doing Averos, they use their laziness and they're like, oh, I'm actually too lazy to do that Avera. I think I'll chill in bed on the couch instead. Uh, so there is a time when you can use laziness. We're supposed to use that to the great, right degree. Degree. We're supposed to use our personalities to the right degree, right? Not the negative elements of our personality, but to dial it in just right when we should use our humor and when we deem it inappropriate not to use it. Everything in life should be used to the right degree. Now I want to mention the Kuzari in source number seven. Says the Kuzari, uh, Explain to me what a chassid looks like in your eyes. So Amar Haver says the, uh, says the, the rabbi, by who so somebody who's careful with his Medina, somebody who's careful over his country that he's ruling over. And he gives just the right and splits to every single person, the right amount for that person. Uh, and he behaves righteously with every single person. He doesn't give a little bit more. Uh, he doesn't bribe anybody more than they should or, or slip them under the table more money than they should. And what he finds is that in the times of need, when he treats everybody right to the same degree and he's fair and equal with everybody, so then they, when it comes time, when he needs them, they will listen to him, to the ruler, when it comes his time, when they need, uh, when, when he needs them. And Amar Kuzari, the Kuzari says, No, I asked you about a chassid. Who's a chassid? I want to know who's a righteous person. Who's a pious person? I didn't ask you to describe to me what a good leader looks like. Amar Hechaver says, the rabbi, Hechassid hu mi shehu moshel nishma hanafshim ve'agufim. Uh, that a chassid is somebody who is a ruler. They're synonymous. Somebody who's a pious person is somebody who is a ruler. Both a ruler and a pious person is synonymous. He's able to listen to all the different sensations, all the different kochos that he has in him, all the different uh, powers, his abilities, um, his internal abilities, all of his physical abilities. He's able to lead them in a hagana. Just like the Pasuk uh, in Mishle, Yoshlomo HaMelech, he compares somebody who's a Moshe Berucho, somebody who rules over his inner world, he compares him to somebody who conquers a city because the two are synonymous. He is a person who's fit for rulership because somebody who has full control over his inner world and uses all of his talents, abilities to the right degree at the right time and he has full rulership over his own inner world, he's a person who's fit to rule over an external country as well. Uh, and he gives exactly 
what a person needs. He knows how to feed his body to the right degree. He gives it enough food where it feels satiated, but not too much food where now it feels tired and wants to rebel. He gives it just enough mishta, just enough exercise, just enough sleep. A person who's a moshal barucha is a person who knows how to use his his body, his talents, and abilities to just the right degree. All of the midos within him, all of his emotions, he knows when to use them and let them out and when to withhold from them and not allow them. Same with his desires, um, that uh, his taivas that he has in this world. Uh, he's not just letting them loose, but he knows how to use his, his taivas, his desires, in order to motivate him to do the things that he ultimately wants to get to. Uh, using your pleasures can be an extreme motivator, and it gives us so much energy. A person who's a Moshe Barucho knows how to use just what he needs at the right time, in the right place, to the right degree. Uh, and says the Kuzari, um, I'm going to skip to the end over here, uh, that he, and actually I'll just, uh, I'll, it's a little bit longer than I expected, and I'm running a little low on time. Uh, so he says that the same thing goes with a person's machshava, his thoughts, rayonos, ideas, his yetzer, his desires, zikaron, memories. A person has to know when to bring up memories, when not to. Emotional barucho is a person who has absolute control over his body. He knows exactly what to give to what, to, uh, to what part of his body at what time. Uh, definitely not something easy, but it's a person who has rulership over their body that makes the ultimate ruler in life. Says the Medrash in Yalkut Shimoni, source number eight. Vayasar paros tabato me'al yado Yosef. Yosef mashlo nasnu lo. Hapeshlo nashak ba'avera apicha yisha kol ami. That when Paro gave the ring over to Yosef and he gave him full rulership over, over Mitzrayim, uh, says the Medrash that the mouth that was that did not kiss Avera, through him, everybody will be kissed and blessed. Tzavar shalodiber ba'avera, the neck that was not used for Avera, the spine is what uh, sends the, the neurons down to all of the different muscle action potentials uh, and helps put the body into action and contract all your muscles and use your body. Uh, that all goes down through the spine. That's why if a person's uh, vertebrae, depending on what number of vertebrae you are, uh, but uh, uh, God forbid, uh, if a person gets severed, one of those, so then the whole bottom from that point and down, uh, they'll, they'll lose motion in that area. And they won't be able to move it. That's what being paralyzed is. Uh, so Yosef's spine uh, did not do any Avera. That's why uh, he was Zoha. That's why he merited that Paro put the Revid Hazara, this, this uh, gold uh, plate, on his neck. The hands that were not used for Avera. Yosef's hands were not used for Avera. And, uh, and Paro put the ring on the hand of Yosef. Goof Shalonidbak Bavera, the body uh, is torso which was not used by Vera, by Yubush also Big Day Shesh. They were also put Big Day Shesh on his on his body. Raglaim Shalopasu Bavera, the the feet that did not walk to Avera, Yifsu Vyirkavu al Karonov. Um he's gonna use to 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 walk and to ride. Um, on the also uh, bemerchaves on the on the chariot of the second of command, machshavish lo hear her by Avera. Yosef's even his thoughts did not think about Avera. Tova v'tikra chachma. 
Uh, so a, everybody's going to call him uh, wise. They're going to call him Avrech, which means Av Bechachma Verach Beshanim, a father in wisdom and young in years. So says the Medrash Yaakut Shemone that Yosef used every single element of his body. He displayed mastery over every faculty of his body. His eyes, his um, uh, his neck, his his body, his torso, his feet, his hands, uh, even his mind. He exercised control over. That is what a Moshe Barucho is: a person who has absolute control over his body, every single element, his thoughts, his body, his motions, everything. Yosef had control over, and that's why Yosef merited all the different elements of of um, of memshala of rulership that he merited. But the Sifse Chaim explains further in source number nine. And he says, Yosef Zachel, the Shilton Gomer Bechol Eretz Mitzrayim. Why was Yosef Zochel? Why, why did he merit to the complete rulership over Eretz Mitzrayim? Because he was a Moshe Berucho. Because he exercised rulership over his inner world. He was a Moshe Beruchai. Because he had complete rulership and control over himself. Paro would have never given over the kingship to an Evid Ivri. Toavas Mitzrayim, they were the abomination of Mitzrayim, where even after um, Yosef becomes the second in command, Paro refused to eat together with them. They put the, the Ivris, the Jew boys, on a separate table. It's such an embarrassment to Mitzrayim. He saw when Yosef was interpreting the dreams before him, somebody who had complete mastery over his inner world. When, when Yosef came to interpret Paro's dreams, what does he say? He says, It's not me. It's going to be Hashem who's going to answer the dreams of Paro, the Sifsei Chaim explains that uh, Yosef was saying that the interpretation is not coming from me, it's coming from Hashem. And what was he doing, right? This was his one chance. He could have been languishing in prison for the rest of his life with no hope of ever getting out again. If he did not nail this interview with Paro and give, put his best foot forward, show Paro how much Paro needed him and that he was the man with the answer to all of his, to all of his, uh, his dilemmas in life. So then Paro would never hire him for the job, but Yosef put that all aside. He showed Memshala absolute control. It doesn't matter. I'm going full force. I'm going to give all the credit to Hashem where it's due. Uh, that a person who can put all of his minos aside, even for a moment, that only can be found by somebody who's Moshe Berucho, that was Yosef. We, we find he controlled every element, his mind, his body, all the different parts of his body, uh, his, uh, his attitudes in life, uh, the giving credit to Hashem, um, over saving himself from jail. Um, Yosef was a person who showed complete control over his body uh, and his mind and all the elements of his inner world 
Paro rub as Goldo Anvanuso shall Yosef Paro sees the amazing humility of you of Yosef. He's not taking wisdom for himself. Um, Haven is Goldo Kocho, and he understood the amazing power Hakabar Bemosha Berucha of somebody who's Moshe Berucha, somebody who has complete discipline, control over all the different elements of their body uh, and their mind uh, and their emotions. Uh, so Mimela automatically Paro understood that if so, it's this man that I want to be the Lochid ear, to be uh, the ruler over my city. Because somebody who's emotional over himself, when he's emotional over others, he treats them also everybody to the right degree, to the right amount of fairness, um, and ultimately they will subserve themselves to, uh, to him. And that's actually what we find happening, uh, that at the end of the day, it wasn't that Yosef, um, we find that all of Mitzrayim, they sold themselves as slave to, slaves to Yosef, uh, and it wasn't Yosef who said, you must be slaves to me. They actually came on their own accord and said, we'll sell ourselves as slaves to you. Uh, and ultimately, uh, Yosef took a massive tax because of that from everybody, and the land of Mitzrayim became very rich because of it, uh, and, they, and they were extremely, extremely successful uh, on a financial level uh, because of Yosef's, um, Yosef's not just interpretation of dreams, of, the, of Paro's dreams, um, but how he executed on, uh, on his financial plan. Uh, and so that's ultimately why Paro believed in Yosef. He saw that he was a Moshe Berucho, somebody who's a Moshe, who's a ruler over their inner world. They're the person who's, who's the best for the job to be a Moshe over other people as well because they know how to treat everything at the right time, the right amount. They know how to balance uh, many different factors together and to give everybody just the right degree that they need. And the Sif Sechayim in the last source, source number 10, finishes off. This is also how we understand the answer to our second question that we asked. That... Um, why would Yaakov be impressed that, ya that we, we, the brothers tell Yosef and the brothers tell Yaakov three different times that he's a Moshe b'chol Eretz Mitzrayim, that he's a ruler over all of Eretz Mitzrayim? Why would Yaakov be so impressed that Yosef was a ruler over all of Eretz Mitzrayim? Yaakov probably only cared if he was spiritually intact. Why was this the point that's made, that's stressed so strongly? Because the reason why everybody was subservient to Yosef was because he showed that he was a Moshe Barucho. And because he was a Moshe Barucho, that's how he came to his position of being a Moshe Barucho Eretz Mitzrayim. And that's what would have impressed Yaakov, the fact that Yosef was a Moshe Barucho, that he had absolute control over his own internal world. And I heard an amazing thing by Rev. Isaac Bernstein, Alev Shalom, uh, and he, he mentioned once he said that uh, what this means is that Yosef is a Moshe Bechol Eretz Mitzrayim, is that he ruled over Eretz Mitzrayim. He didn't allow Eretz Mitzrayim to rule over him. 
all of the negative influences that Egypt had at the time, Yosef ruled over them. He had control over the negative influences that were coming into his life. He didn't allow the negative influences into him uh, and to control him. And that's ultimately Yosef's midah of being a Moshe Berucho, of giving every part of your body exactly what it needs at the right time, being able to balance uh, your need for sleep, food, um, social, uh, being able to hang out with friends, having a good time, a little bit of time for relaxation. But if you give that too much time, then you're not going to have any time for learning and davening and the more important things in life and the things that are actually going to bring you toward your higher purpose in life. How do you balance those two? Amosho Berucho knows exactly the place and time for each thing, okay? I'm going to give myself a little bit of time on Sundays uh, to chill out a little bit and hang out. Maybe I can double that up as time spent with the kids so that I can be a good parent too. Uh, and ultimately that will get those two out of the way. Uh, and then the rest of my time I can spend in deeper learning and deeper devakis with Hashem. Uh, so ultimately a person needs to be a Moshe Baruch, Baruch have complete control all the different elements that come into your life. And that is what makes a person fit for a rulership. That's how Yosef was Zoha to become a ruler over Eretz Mitzrayim. Paro recognized that this person is a Moshe Barucho. He's got everything, uh, complete control internally, and he's the person that I want for the job. He's the person who I want as my chief financial uh, executive officer. Wishing everybody an amazing, amazing Parshas, Vayigash, and Easy Fast. All the best, good Shabbos.